right, this is Stephen Gregory Smith with your Spooky Season Extra episodes. These are episodes that Matthew either probably A, wouldn't watch the movie, or B, was too busy to, and I wanted to get you lots of spooky content for your October. I'll be looking at films that uh, I recommend or I've recently seen. I know that everyone's making their spooky season lists, so I'm here to help you decide without watching the film if this is for you or maybe you want to skip it. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, today we're going to be talking about 2023's No One Will Save You. This is a Hulu release. It is out on Hulu and theaters. Um, it stars Caitlin Deaver. I saw her in Dope Sick, thought she was fantastic. She's fantastic in this. Um, this puts a twist on the home invasion kind of horror movie. Some of my favorite horror movies are Home Invasion, whether it's The Strangers or Hush. Um, this is an extraterrestrial home invasion, so taking it up quite a uh, degree. Um, I will say that this film really impressed me for several reasons. Caitlin carries this film that has no dialogue in it. There is not one shred of dialogue in this film. The only other person who I've ever seen carry that off well was um, Tom... Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. He's America's dad. Castaway, Tom... Why am I wanting to say Cruz? It's Tom... I have Alzheimer's. Let me just look. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Um, and there is dialogue in that on the front end and the back end. He just a majority of it uh, just kind of carries the film by himself. She does the same. She does have co-stars that are CGI aliens. Some to varying degrees of success in execution. Um... I don't want to spoil anything more for you other than it, at most sci-fi horror these days is tied to like personal trauma. Uh, we, the person experiencing the thing learns something from uh, what they're going through and there are parallels thrown back. Um, we see the traumatic incidents that, you know, made them who they are. This kind of is a little sketchy in the plot. We get the idea that she accidentally killed a friend of hers when she was a like, teenage girl. I guess they were fighting fisticuff style in the woods and her younger self grabbed a rock and hit her friend in the head with it and she died. And now everyone in town hates her. Um, I don't know how she didn't go to jail for murder other than she's a kid. Um, so that there's a little odd i think um but you know anyway so she's a grown-up woman now lives in this house her mom is dead um and she's just alone in this house she makes tiny miniatures of the town kind of a la beetlejuice um this movie does kind of borrow some pop culture things uh from a lot of other things i i guess we're in I can't get a sense of the era. Everybody's clothes look like they're like cottage core. I can't tell if we're in the 60s or 70s. I'm going to assume yes. There's no cell phones. I can't remember the make of the cars. But at any rate, technology doesn't really play a big point 
in this and she listens to records. Now, people are listening to records again, I myself included, so that's not a big deal. But at any rate, I digress. Uh, so this, this girl, um, aliens break into her home and she kills one, okay? Okay, that's pretty freaky, an alien in your house. Um, and to me, I'm like, why is the alien walking around, like, looking through her drawers? Can't it just, like, beam her out? And we later see that it can. So, a little confusing. Maybe it's just for the drama, the horror. Um, there's several styles of alien. There's not just one, which makes it a little more interesting. Because uh, there's, like, a smaller one. There's a gigantic insect-like one. I mean, they're all basically the same humanoid look, kind of look like the greys, but some of them like are the greys, but with like praying mantis-like bodies. Um, so there's some really cool like, I don't want to say fight sequences, but like action sequences where she's actively trying to either fight or get away from them. Um, lots of tractor beams pulling people up places. So the humans that are still alive besides her it looks like the alien's method of taking over your body is like hawking a loogie into your mouth and that loogie has tentacles and lands on your uh in your throat and you can see the people who have already been um let's say compromised by the symbiote from the alien because the thing moves around in their throat that's how you can tell also they seem kind of zombie like that was kind of a fun twist um but uh, in the end, they finally get her because it seems like they got the rest of the town. I don't know what the goal is other than to like hawk these loogies into people and then like control them. Um, I guess that's a good goal. I don't know. But then at the end of the film, spoiler alert, as this whole thing has been, uh, they get her. They put a loogie in her throat. She then has another flashback about how she killed her friend or whatever. And then she pulls the loogie out of her throat somehow and is herself. Then they turn that loogie into a clone of her. Then the clone of her starts running after her, which is weird. And then she kills the clone. The aliens are really pissed off at her at this point because she's killed several of their people. And um, she's just a tough cookie. So they finally get her, suck her up onto the ship and like probe her memories we get the full story, um, and I think what I get from this is the aliens then feel so bad for her. They're, they're like, oh, no, she, she's good. We'll let her go. And they put her back in the town. Now, the weirdest point of this after is she it's like the next day. Everything's beautiful. She's in a gorgeous outfit. Again, very cottagecore. And there's like a, a dance in town square and everyone's like waving at her and smiling with like vacant faces. Like they're clearly the alien, you know, symbiotes. And she's just dancing around with everybody listening to this music. It's knock on any door is the name of the song, which is cutesy. Um, and she's happy because it's like her miniature town she made in her house has come to life and now, the alien symbiotes are all nice to her because they felt bad for her. The end. So it's a little strange um, ending. I'm not going to say it's a bad ending. It made me think a lot. And I was like, so wait, the aliens came all the way here just to take over small little towns and play house with damaged goods people. 
anyway, lots of good creepy sequences. It is um, number one on Hulu when I'm recording this, which is towards the end of September. Um, I, God, there's one, basically one person in the film. There's other people who are zombified. So there's like a cast of, let's say, 20 people, 20 actors. But then you look at the credits and it's like even with one person carrying this film, there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in that, those credits and so many of them digital artisans and everything like that. Um, and there's a lot of really cool effects in this. Um, it isn't graphically gory or anything, so that I'm always thankful for. Um I was trying to trace what happened to me, and I swear to you, it's 9-11. Ever since 9-11, I just can't do gore. And I think the culture changed after 9-11 because movies got more savage and the gore got more savage because we'd seen horrific things between 9-11 and people being beheaded with knives on TV and these these terrorist videos and whatever. I mean, so that's when I just kind of stopped, and my pension for that is way down anymore. I've become such a baby, I can't even see it. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. So if you like alien movies, uh, suspenseful kind of things, not too gory, I would recommend um, No One Will Save You on Hulu or in theaters. 93 minutes, not one single line of dialogue. So, enjoy! Thanks so much for listening to our Spooky Season Extra episodes. Um, I'm going to give as many of these to you as I can fit in my day. As you can imagine, uh, October through December gets super busy for Connor and Smith here at the Connor and Smith headquarters with all of our shows being done every year between <laughs> October and December. But if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. Um, that's Connor with an E-R. You can find us on social media. We have a YouTube page. Are you subscribed? Click on it. It is Connor and Smith. I know that there's like a country musician, Connor Smith, but Connor and Smith Musicals usually finds us. You can find us on Instagram. Please sign up for our Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter. And Connor and Smith are on Facebook, but again, look for the ER, not the OR. Um, you can become a Patreon supporter of Connor and Smith. Um, that gets you lots of behind-the-scenes special access videos uh, of our concerts, different things. You get a, a live video update. Well, it's not live, it's taped. Video update once a month. Um, uh, you get the newsletter every month. You get little, like, magnets and fun stuff like that. So check that out. Become a Patreon supporter. We really appreciate you, all of you who do. Um, that's all for now. Uh, we'll catch you on the next Spooky Season Extra episode. Bye-bye.